Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me today is my co-host, Blazer Ben. Blazer Ben, how we doing? Bingo, bingo, bongo, Blazer fans. Glad to have made it through last weekend, let me tell you. Oh my goodness, you survived the heat wave. Uh, I survived the heat wave. My AC in my house survived the heat wave. Let me tell you, it was struggling. (laughs) Yeah, man, mine too. Mine was mine was not happy with us. That's for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Uh, when I'm when I'm driving home from work and it's a hundred, my car says it's 117 degrees out. We we in a we in a bad spot. We are de- yeah, definitely <laughs> in a bad spot. And if you have a two story house like I do, the upstairs is just literally a sauna. There's no cool blazing, no cooling right? off the upstairs, regardless. <laughs> I hear that, man. Uh, I do not have a two story house, but I I hear yeah. you. Uh, all right, guys. Um, we got we got quite the show for you today. Um, there's a there's a lot to unpack. Uh, we've got the Chauncey Billups hiring. Is Dame leaving? We've got playoff matchups matchups, and of course we're gonna end it with props. But first, a word from our sponsor. Get a little more out of watching NBA games with Daily Fantasy. Every Norman Pell drive. Nurkic rebound or Dame game winner means so much more when you're playing with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. It's the McGregor vs. Poirier rubber match. Get in on the action now. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code TBPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code TBPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So, Benjamin, Sir. we had a head coach shakeup in quite a controversial manner. Um, you know, to start it off, there were some concerns about hiring Chauncey Billups. Just, to, I mean, everybody knows by now, the Trailblazers have hired their new head coach, and his name is Chauncey Billups. Um, he's got a bit of a checkered past, and through Blazer Twitter... For some reason, Rip City started attacking Dame. Now, I, I know Dame felt the backlash because he started chiming back. What what do you think about this, Ben? What do you what what, what did you see, first of all? I mean, I I know people like to call out the stars on the teams. You know, look at LeBron James, look at Jimmy Butler, you know, look at, you know, any of the stars on any other teams. People like to point fingers from behind screens. You know, that's what people like to do. They like to feel that Mm -hmm. the stars are running the show and that they have all the say, you know, but Dame is one that always stands up for himself, you know, and has a very clear, concise answer, you know, not a lot of sarcasm behind it. You know, it's truth. It's reality. Uh, I feel like it's coming straight from him, you know, not some PR firm saying, hey, Dame, this is what you need to say on that Twitter response. You know, it, it feels good mm-hmm. that it's it's coming from him. But yeah, you know, it, it's it's shameful to see if you want to call him Blazer fans calling out our star player for things that probably he doesn't have any influence on. You know, and it's just someone from behind a screen that probably has no credibility either. So it's tough to see. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you there. And, you know, I, I think to a, to a point, I mean, I, I think as, as fans, we kind of get um, maybe the wool pull, pull, pulling over our, our eyes a bit. Um, I feel like maybe we have unreasonable expectations for our stars and, and how franchises are run. I think, you know, it was a bit misguided to attack Dane because, you know, to an extent, I'm sure he had some sort of say in the hiring process maybe he, he was I, guaranteed he was allowed to offer input absolutely or yeah. he was approached yeah. he i'm sure he was approached to see you know i'm sure olshay asked him what he thought about these candidates but again it was most likely a list of candidates that olshay had compiled and showed to dame and said out of these you know apparently 20 candidates you know what what do you think about this? Like, who, who, who are you cool? Yeah, with, I mean, basically, right? And, and on that tweet, he says, "I was asked what coaches I like of the names I heard, and I named them." That was quoted from his tweet, so, right? You know, obviously, right. And we don't know take. who was presented yeah, to exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah, we don't know who was presented to him. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're we're operating on information that is given to us, right? Which is the same thing that Dame is doing, and and we can't just assume that. You know, Dame is the guy calling the shots because, in all reality, he's not. Really, the only thing that he's probably calling the shots are where, whether or not he's going to stay or, or go, or what team he may or may not be traded to, or whatever. Right? You know, he he probably has a lot of sway in that regard. But as far as who the organization is going to hire for the head coaching position, his input is probably appreciated. But at the end of the day, that's going to fall on Olshay. I did not mean to rhyme right there, <laughs> but you know we, we see we see you read that first tweet right so so you know the second the second tweet comes in and in at least I don't know I don't know the timeline of these but you know somebody look it's it's a it's a very heavy situation it's it's, it's a topic that isn't easy to talk about. Um, and, and I think we should talk about it on the show a little bit. Um, granted, I've never been in that situation, you know, as far as what they're uh, calling the uh, 97 incident yeah. with Chauncey. Um, you know, I, I've never been in that situation. Um, I have known friends in the past that have been in uh, situations like that. And it, and it, it, it's harmful. Um, you know, I, I couldn't help but think, and, and I took a couple of days to think about this too, because it was really weighing on me. What, as a father of a young daughter, what am I going to tell her? Like, if she starts asking me about this, how, how would I, how would I pose it to her? Right? Like, how would I make it make sense? for her if she starts asking or, or if god forbid something happened to her or you know somebody else in in you know uh, the, the the other women in my life you know what how how and and i and i apologize if i offend anybody that is not my intent my intent is really just to work through this myself um because again i i can only empathize because i personally have not been there now when you're talking about 
what happened, whether we should, you know, crucify this man and not, not allow him to hold, you know, any type of leadership role or whatnot. I think what you, what you really have to think about and rely on is the facts of, of, you know, the facts of the case, I guess. Back in 97, Chauncey was implicated, named in a, a rape case and it never made it to trial. He was never convicted and he settled out of court. Now, three years later, three years later, but for, for various reasons, and I'll name one of them, the fact that he was in Boston in the nineties and was a high profile black athlete. I can understand why he would settle out of court just because if you take that all the way through to trial, chances are you're not going to fare well. And being that he he settled out of court, I don't I don't take that as an admission of guilt cuz here's the thing, we don't know what actually happened. There's only a few people that know, right? And yeah, apparently there's no witness accounts. So, you know, the trailblazers hired an FBA, a form, former FBI agent on the hiring process to go investigate the case too. So, you know, Oh, is that, uh, did that come up? Cause, yeah. cause I, I, we're, we're jumping around a little bit on this, uh, outline we have for today, but, uh, I was going to say Olshay, he kind of shot down that, that question in the press conference. It was asked, you know, who, who was it, you know, who, I can't remember exactly who asked it. I think it was the uh, the guy from Bleacher Report asked, you know, who who did you or what was the process or who did you hire for this? Who was this third party? Mm-hmm. And basically, he just said that's proprietary information, yeah. and you're just gonna have to trust me. Wink, wink. So, you know, we're, we'll get to the press conference in a bit. Um, but you know, going back to the issue at hand with Chauncey and, and the quote unquote '97 incident. Strictly from a basketball perspective, I think you got to give this guy a chance. And I think as from from the fan perspective, I think you just have to ask yourself whether or not you can be okay with someone who legally is innocent, but may or may not have been involved in that incident. And if you're okay with it, then you proceed with supporting this guy who's now leading your team if you can't then you know i that's no fault you know that like there's no shame there's no i mean shame is a bad term to use but like there's it's okay like i i totally accept that and i support you i support that but i think to tie it all back in dame has nothing to do with that correct rip city we can't be attacking dame not that it's not that it's gonna sway his decision whether or not he wants to stay here either, but yo, he's he's the franchise player, man. There's so much stuff he's gonna take like on his back that is not stuff that he should be taking on his back. Exactly, and and isn't isn't it enough to be carrying the team for the last nine years? Correct. Shots fired. <laughs> so you know, I mean, it's. Normally we like to keep this show pretty lighthearted, but it's it's an issue that we should, 
I, I felt the need that needed to be addressed. Um, obviously, we're not going to get too uh, much deeper into it, but um, I kind of just wanted to share my thoughts around that. Um, and again, you know, it's it's okay if you can't support this guy. It's okay if you can't support Chauncey, and it's I truly believe it's okay if you can, because the fact is, he is still in the court of law, an innocent man. He has not been proven guilty, and there hasn't been a single incident since. Yeah, I mean, it was 1997. He was with uh, some pretty notorious players, Antoine Walker and Ron Mercer, you know. Antoine Walker was just bad news all around. Yeah, he was a scorer mm-hmm. on the court, but I think like he was like a Zach Randolph, you know, constant mm-hmm. troubles outside of the NBA arena. So, you know, yeah. I mean, whether you want to put it on Chauncey of mixing himself with a crowd like that, you know, you got to think of that too. So just throwing that out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, you know, Dame, Dame was taking a lot of heat for it. Um, you know, there was, there was another uh, follow-up tweet that basically said he can't believe he didn't, you know, he wasn't aware before this decision, this decision was made. And, you know, that's one thing about Dame is he's going to shoot it straight with you. And, you know, if, if he doesn't backpedal, I mean, he, he came back and re- replied with, you know, I said what I said, fam. That's all he had to say. That's that exactly. So this all breaks out and then something else happens from a, from a reporter Chris Good Haynes old Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports we love Chris Haynes he's he used to work for the Blazers didn't he yeah a lot of a lot or, of a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. reporters and you know beat reporters that are in the big names started with the Blazers yep now I'm just I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna paraphrase what he said or what he wrote uh Lillard has remained loyal to Portland in large part due to the tremendous fan base but over the last few days he's seen some of those same fans attacking him on social media for a pending coaching hire he played no part in consummating now word poor word choice aside this gave me pause because Chris Haynes is probably one of three sports media people who cover the Blazers that I actually believe and trust. So this gave me pause. What did you think about this, Ben? I mean, didn't Chris Haynes and, and Damian Lillard have a little like beef saying Chris Haynes was saying stuff that Dame wasn't saying? You know, a while ago, not this, not this article in itself, but he, you know, I I don't recall, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was trying to find the article. Pardon me, I apologize, I don't have it up and ready to go. But you know, reporters—that's what they do. They like to stir up controversy. You know, whether they have—I mean, a lot of the times it's an anonymous source. I mean, at what point can yeah. we? say that an anonymous source is not reliable anymore you know because everything is a reliable source or an anonymous person with the trailblazers like i understand they can't give out the person that's given the inside information but i could throw something out there saying an anonymous source said you know right it's just i don't i don't see any credibility behind it 
but you know chris haynes is a well-known well-known uh a writer so you know well, well respected you too. take what he writes with a grain of salt sometimes you know i don't think he has much to back up the article as there's not much more around it so you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't read into that could one. just be a puff yeah, piece i don't read into that could just be a puff piece to try and get some get some cred um yeah, it, it, it was a weird one. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of talk about it now, though. It's it's mainstream media. I mean, that that was followed by every fan base in the NBA posting pictures of Dame in a different jersey. Oh my god, which was which was nuts. I mean, my my notifications were flooded with it. It was crazy. But you know, here's the thing, Dame Dame is loyal to the soil, man. I truly don't believe Dame is going anywhere, but Nurk was interviewed. <laughs> he was interviewed about it. He was interviewed by like a right? Bosnian newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Clicks.ba. And and Yeah, go ahead, Ben. Keep keep going, man. Yeah. Let us know what happened. I mean, the he was inter- he's over in Bosnia right now in in his home country, you know, uh back exploring some of his roots, you know, looking at I think he's at a uh what is he at a temple or something? I saw him. Uh, what's that? Uh, I saw him posting pictures of the Bosnian pyramid. Pyramids. Thank you, pyramid, not a temple. Yeah, it looked yeah. pretty. Looked pretty legit. <laughs> uh, you know, imagine seeing that guy walking, you know, in a tourist spot. <laughs> but For you real. know, he, he got <laughs> interviewed with a little Bosnian outlet out there. You know, asking what he would do if Lillard gets traded. You know, and this was translated uh, from a Bosnian paper into English. So it says, "quote." I don't know what has changed with Lillard in these two days. As far as I know, the man stays there. But if he goes, then I leave Portland as well. My opinion is that it would be stupid to let such a loyal man as Lillard go. And I agree with him. You know know what that tells me? That tells me Dame has no intention of leaving. Because that's a credible source. And that... Right. And, and the only way Dame is leaving is if it's in a trade and it's beyond his control. That's, that's what that tells me. And Nurk is basically putting everyone on notice that if, if Dame gets traded, then he doesn't want to be here anymore, which I don't blame him. Well, yeah. And I'm sure everybody's dangling carrots in front of us, you know, as much as they want. Oh, sure. You know, I've heard the, oh, the sure. Knicks were dangling RJ Barrett and like three draft picks, you know, uh, mm-hmm. You know, other teams are trying to unload some of their semi stars with with draft picks too, but that's not that's not what we're trying to yeah. do here. No, not at all. I mean, I will say that if if Dame ever leaves or wants to leave, it's time to rebuild from the ground up. Yeah, the whole front office has got to go. We got to load up on picks. I mean, it's like you got to start from ground zero at that yeah. point. But you know, maybe maybe they made a step in the right direction with hiring Chauncey Billups as the head coach. And I, I mean, I believe the last two pods I've been on Chauncey's bus the whole time. I believe if we want to replay some of those clips, I think you, were. you know, I called Chauncey Billups. I just like to say that, you know, just calling myself out, pat myself <laughs> on the back a little bit. <laughs> we'll throw it in the prop segment there you later. go yes yes <laughs> but yeah 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 chauncey coming in signing as a new head coach five-year deal team option in the fifth year you know tim i mean I've, I've heard you talk about it when you got got more to say on that one i mean i 
look, I, I watched the press conference. It was shaky at best. Um, there were a few cringeworthy moments. Um, one of those moments was when um, I believe it was Jason Quick asked a follow-up question about the 97 incident, and it was immediately before Chauncey could even open his mouth, shot down by Blazers PR. Said, we already answered this question, we're ready to move on to the next question. And that and that was that. Um, you know, I, I feel like it, it probably would have been a good look to just allow Chauncey to elaborate. You know, it's uh, just at least to, to connect with the fan base a little more, maybe try and, and quell some of the... Um, suspicions or, or conspiracy, you know, whatever it is. I, I, I think it would have been a better look than to just shut it down. Um, but that being said, this is Neil O'Shea's world and we're just living in it. So I'll, I'll try not to say anything else about the negative aspects of that press conference, because I, I do want to talk about the one thing that Chauncey Billups said that got me a little bit excited actually um maybe not confident yet but definitely hopeful that this team is going to be better because chauncey was asked about how he thought he could improve the team and the the very first thing he said was he wants to focus on defense player and ball movement and he wants to play dame off ball which I feel like we have been screaming about all season long. Yeah, Stotts, Stotts dabbled in that a little bit, but he never stayed with it. No, I mean, you saw a flash, like, and when I say a flash, I mean a literal flash in the pan, like a play or two where Dame or CJ would play off ball. Um, I'm excited for that because I want to see what that does to this team. I want to see how much it opens up Dame's game. Uh, and another thing he said was that he feels the Bosnian beast should be scoring more. He believes he can score more and do more. And he's a, he talked about how great of a facilitator he is. And, and I gotta say, Chauncey's, Chauncey's not wrong. I think for Nurk, I, you know, from what I've seen, it's, it's all mental for him. He's got the skills. It's just a mental thing for him. And maybe Stott's system was holding him back. You never know. Uh, I guess we'll find out this season, though, this upcoming season. Um, but that's that's kind of like the big takeaway that I that I got out of this press conference that they had. Uh, I think that was yesterday, right? Tuesday. Yeah, in between their playoff games. Yeah. So, you know, it's again, it's it's uh, it's a situation that. Um, has a bit of a, a cloud over it, but you know, Chauncey's got a lot on his shoulders right now. He's got a lot of pressure. I think if if the team does well, he'll be all right. But if the team comes out and starts laying eggs, Chauncey's gonna have a hard time. Well, he's coming into a winning winning franchise, so you know it's gonna be if he can maintain it with some positives to that maintaining the, the the ride that they're on you know i think he'll be all right you know i saw a picture at the presser yesterday uh of him at the facility with the uh, cj and roco 
you know so he's already mm -hmm. already getting in with the players so you know that's good it's good to see them still here too getting into their reps yeah, I mean, I, I think he's going to be a player coach just because of the fact he was he was a player for so long, and I mean, he's a, he's NBA champion. You know, he's gonna he's gonna garner their respect for sure. Yeah. But I, I you know I, I just I I what worries me is if we go on another six game losing streak. You know, heaven forbid it's a ten game losing streak. I think he's gonna have a really tough time in 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 Portland if that happens. Um. But you know, I, I guess we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully he'll get things turned around. Hopefully, uh, you know, we won't have to deal with so many injuries like we seem to do year after year. Which leads me to my next point, my next, whop, whop, I guess, pseudo whop, whop, topic. Whop, 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 whop. Zach Collins re-injures his left foot. And now that's the same foot he injured in late December that that caused him to miss the entire season. I mean, how long is too long, right? I mean, is this is this Greg Oden 2.0? Yes. I mean, he's not he's not he's not you know a, a number one pick, but wasn't he like ten or eleven or something? Yeah, I mean. I'm just glad he's a free agent. We're not going to waste money on him like Myers Leonard. Uh, hey, we're still living in Olshay's world, like I said earlier. Yeah, I mean, we are. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. He had tremendous upside, but, you know, it's just never, never came about. It's just he couldn't shake off his injuries. He was a fragile guy. You know, you hate to see it, especially in the off season. You know, a, a game yep. time injury, sure you can see that. You know, but you know, it's off seasons, man. You just, it's, you just cringe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and you know, it's not like, it's not like he's got an extra, you know, extra stress on that foot or anything. Like he's, he's not overweight. He's actually really fit. Um, it's just, it's one of those things where I think it's going to be a nagging injury that he keeps re-injuring over and over again. And it may be time to say, you know what? We gave you, what is it, four years now? Uh, you haven't haven't really played that much. Yeah, I mean, and in, in his draft, though, you know, maybe it's time to move he on. He was drafted 10th, you know, but tenth, we yeah. also passed on Donovan Mitchell at 13. Mm -hmm. Bam Adebayo at yep. 14. Yep. You know, John Collins, mm -hmm. who you see thriving with Atlanta right now, 19. Yep. I mean, we can talk about bad draft picks for a week straight. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> Blazers. Bad, I mean, bad draft, you know, every every year we have a draft, you know, for the most part. Right. I mean, maybe that's a blessing in disguise that we don't have any draft picks this season. You're telling me. <laughs> or man. this offseason. Yeah, you telling me. <laughs> So you know, it's it's just one of those things, man. I think it's I think it's time to let Zach try his luck somewhere else, uh, and and it's time to move on. Maybe we pick somebody up in that free agency market, or you know, shoot, maybe Harry Giles comes in and fills that role. Who knows? Yeah, Who knows? too bad but, Rose's not here to we'll, you know pump up Harry again. I know, jump on that, <laughs> jump on that Giles train again, huh? Start up, start up his fan club yeah. again. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it, it, it just may be time.
But that's enough with the with the doom and gloom. <laughs> that's enough with this cloud. I'm tired of Did talking. Did I tell about you we it. got a new head coach and how excited <laughs> I'm ecstatic. You're ecstatic. No, 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 no. I don't even I'm I'm done talking about what's going on with the Blazers right now. I want to move on to something that is actually really exciting to me. The Western Conference Finals. Tonight, the Suns blew out the Clippers to take a 4-2 lead in the series and advance to the NBA Finals. Chris Paul was a stud. Yeah, man. I got to say, man. Chris Paul looked like he did when he plays against us. Oh, for real. I truly believe this may be the Suns' year. Especially because last night, the Hawks, even the series with the Bucks, 2-2. Without Trey Young. Without Trey Young, yes. Uh, but I don't see them getting very far in the finals if Trey doesn't come back healthy. And if the Bucks advance... Giannis has got to get that knee better. I don't know if you saw it or not, but that looked pretty gnarly. I mean, his knee completely bent the wrong way. Uh, Luckily for him, the MRI was clean. He just has a hyperextended knee. Hopefully it's not, you know, hopefully the sprain isn't too bad. um, Because, you know, I'm pulling for the Bucks. He can't be in. He can't be in tomorrow. Oh, I'm sure he is. Oof. I'm sure he's out for the next game. The but, chance to, to uh, stretch that knee even further? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They they don't call him the Greek freak for nothing, right? I'm just saying it, it could be... I don't know. I want. I personally want to see a Suns-Bucks finals. I know you want to see Suns-Hawks. Uh, either way, it's going to be incredibly entertaining. Just like, just like uh, both of these series were, actually. I mean, even though the Clippers lost 2-4... You know, most of these games were relatively close and they were exciting to watch. The Suns just came out and dominated this last game, and I gotta say, it was incredible to see. Well, yeah, they felt embarrassed that they weren't able to put it away on their home court. So, you know, they came out in LA and didn't want to look back. Yep. They didn't want to take it back to Phoenix. You know, they wanted whatever time they can get off, you know, to get Chris Paul's shoulder fixed. You know, Booker's, Booker's hey man, nose I just, hopefully realigned a little more, but that's, you know. Yeah. Oof. He took another shot tonight. Well, I mean, what, what's, what's another what's shot from Paul taking George? his mask off and playing without a mask? Like, keep your mask you know, on, that's, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of a bad decision. That's a bad business decision right there, as they say. But, uh, you know, I got to say, I am, I am really pumped for Chris Paul. I think... Out of all the guys that are that are still in it right now, Chris Paul is probably the most deserving of a, a chance to win a chip. Uh, the guy's been putting in some work for years, and it seems like every year up until now, injuries are what stopped him. Yeah. Injuries kept him out of the playoffs, and I'm really excited to see what he can do and in the even finals. in an accelerated year, you know, with COVID, where we were playing every other day, which is not a norm in the NBA, you know, to make yeah. it this far and still be, you know, not in shambles on the ground, you know, is mm-hmm. success in its own. 
Yeah, I mean, I was really worried when he got hurt that first game, when he busted up his shoulder, and uh, I thought that was it for him. And, you know, to my, my pleasant surprise, he is still in it, and he is firing on all cylinders, just dominating, making the team better. He's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't say I like him when we play against him, but I will say right now I'm definitely rooting for him and the Suns to bring home yeah, a trophy. No, the Blazers have a Chris Paul, Chris Paul curse for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It kind of seems like the Blazers are just cursed. I, but I said I wasn't going to talk yeah, about but that. I, mean, I said we weren't well, talking yeah. about the doom back, and gloom. Why you got to do that to, the, to back me, Back to the Suns and Clippers. Let's say, <laughs> you know, can we say the Clippers are, are, are poor sports right now? Oh, I mean, you could say Pat Beverly is a poor sport. That dude is a thug. Pat Beverly is a poor sport, and the cameras cut to George and Rondo running down the hall, like running, but walking down the hallway at the end of the game. Pretty sure they didn't give any, you know, congratulations to anybody. You know, that's not things to do, especially when you're a star player, you know, face of the franchise. It's just tough to see that. Are they? You know, uh, George's PG, Pandemic P. Is he, though? (laughs) He's a star. Sure. Him and Kawhi, you know, two-headed monster. Gotta be. Yeah, that's true. You got a point, man. You got a point. I'm just being difficult. Yeah, it's just tough to see people (laughs) in the spotlight, players in the spotlight like that, you know. Not giving uh, credit where credit's due, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you got to do that, right? I mean, that's that's what endears us so much to this this current roster we have on the Blazers, right? It's because, you know, they're, they're a bunch of professionals. You know, they're, they're, they're cool as a cucumber, level-headed. They give credit where credit is due, and I guarantee Dame would have given props to the, to the Suns beating them. But, you know, I got to say, Chris Paul got in their head, though. He was in their headspace oh, yeah. all night. Um, I mean, I, I don't even know what's going on with D-Book, though. You see him taunting with the fans at the end of the game, too? I his head's not. getting a little big for his bridges. Well, he didn't have the best night. I think he was, like, 2 for 10 at one point. He had 22 points. Um, he did. It was a struggle, though. Uh, but you know what? His head may be getting bigger, but rightfully so, because that man is heading to the NBA Finals. Yes, sir. Where's Paul George heading? Uh, to the. Where's to Pat the Bev heading? Season. Oh, they're heading to is it Mexico? Where's Where's Kawhi? Where? They're going Cancun. to Cancun. Cancun. Bah, man. <laughs> they're going to Cancun. Cancun. Yep. <laughs> yes. Let's Let's replay that photo of them hollering at us. You know, to go on vacation. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Well, For real. Look in the mirror, guys. Well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, that that kind of concludes what we have for the for the playoffs because we're we're starting to wind down now. It's almost finals. It's going to be exciting no matter what uh team the Suns play, whether it be the Bucks or the Hawks. I'm excited to see that the the end of that series and whoever takes on the Suns, it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. But now it's time to move on to giving props. Now, giving props is all about giving kudos or applause to a person, place, or thing. Now, Blazer Ben, I got I got a couple here, and I want to know, do you give these props? First one on the docket, Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> this man. <laughs> 
has t has used the term sissification in regards to recent play. According to Van Gundy, it's just another example of the sissification of the game. Now he's referring to a foul on Paul George where uh, Jay Crowder grazed him in the face and was assessed a flagrant foul. Blazer Ben, do you give this problem? Absolutely, man. The, the league is getting soft. Like Van Gundy says, get up, take your two shots, and be on with the game. We don't need to stop play. We don't need to assess if Crowder was blatantly trying to shove his fingers into Paul George's eye. You know, imagine the players back in the day, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, you know, David Robinson, players that played hard, you know. We would be stopping games all day long looking at these fouls and stuff like that. Like like Jordan, I think several years he would get fouls called on him that were just wrap-ups and pull-downs to the ground. Play never stopped. Yeah, when he, he got when he played against yeah, the Pistons. Play never man. stopped. He'd get up, shoot his two free throws. Sometimes he'd close his eyes when he'd shoot them, make them. The game would carry on. <laughs> the game is slowing down. It's getting ridiculous, and I feel yeah, I'm. I could go on for all for a long time. I I, I give Jeff Van Gundy so, props. So you're you're yes. giving Van Gundy yes. props. Okay. You know, I will say I I give. Uh, Van Gundy props. Uh, I also give you props for saying exactly what I was thinking. Uh, I think the the league has been sissified uh, for a little while now. Uh, I think I think they're just doing a little too much. But you know, Ben, I'm a big fan of the bigs. Uh, uh, the the bigs battling down low and 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 punishing the guards for attacking the rim, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I give that props too. Now, second props on the docket. Oregon Governor Brown, Kate Brown, signs a bill allowing the state's college athletes to be compensated for name, image, and likeness starting July 1st. And they can also hire an agent. Blazer Ben, do you give this props? It's about time. You know, these players are the faces of the NCAA and the teams that they play for. You know, it's about time they're able to capitalize on their greatness, their skills, what they've strived for their entire life before they even get to the main stage. Some of them don't even get to the main stage, you know, so hopefully yep. they can capitalize on what they can capitalize. You know, and this is probably big for people that don't have professional sports, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. I would say like what track and field they have like Olympics, but there's I don't believe there's like a professional league, you know. Uh, they have championships. Do they? Yeah, yeah. they do. See, I'm not too I'm not too versed outside of you know the NBA, MLB, NFL, you know stuff like that. But you know it's players like that that you know set world records and stuff like that, and you see them on the news, and who knows maybe they sign, you know, with Wheaties or something, and they get their face on a box. They need to get paid for that. Absolutely, I give it props something Kate Brown has done that's uh, positive lately. Good job. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I, I will I will give this props as well. I think it's a long time coming. The main, uh, the main reason why I give this props is because I am looking forward to college sports games. They've been gone for too long. I miss them. I miss I miss playing as as U of O or OSU, uh, shoot uh, my alma mater PSU. Uh, you know it, it it's um it's uh, hopefully it's coming back. I know college football is coming back, um, 
uh, uh, as and far going as with full sports stadiums games go. too. Full stadiums, yeah, no masks, no vaccination needs. At least that's what they said down in Eugene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I give I give uh, Governor Brown props. I think it's gonna be really cool. Now speaking of Kate Brown, today Wednesday, June thirtieth, Governor Brown has lifted the mask mandate. Do we give props to Kate Brown? Do we give props to Oregon and the residents for getting their vaccinations? And my follow-up question to that is, do, being that we're healthcare professionals, do you think it's too soon? Blazer Ben, do you give it props? I mean, this is a touchy subject for this pod, man. You know, I feel like we already hit some touchy stuff to start it <laughs> off with. Uh, but, you know, we were shooting for 70% vaccination in the state. We couldn't even get to that. We fell short about, I think, like 19 or 13,000 uh, injections. But, you know, I do feel it's time to get some normalcy back to life. Uh, but, you know, places are private businesses, so they can make their own rules. Just because Kate Brown says lifts the mask mandate, you know, that restaurant you go to that bar you go to or whatever still could hold you to a mask mandate so it's not time to just throw them in the garbage and be like yahoo you know but you read yeah. you read you know articles and stuff and people are like oh i've been going to winco for three months with no mask and stuff like that so you know people are going to do what they want to do you know like i was at costco the other day and it was just weird seeing uh i wore my mask my child wore her mask you know because she's 10 unable to get vaccinated so you know setting a good example in that sense it's just weird to see people walking around without masks nowadays because we were so used to the normalcy of a mask. So, you know, but there's a new variant coming out. Who knows how strong that's going to be? But, you know, positive things are coming out about the vaccine, too, that it is a little more uh, effective than people had said in initial studies. You know, we could talk about this for hours. You know, this isn't the right pod for that. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be neutral, neutral on this one. <laughs> How about this? Do you do you give uh, props for the for the mask mandate being lifted? I don't know, man. Uh, I, I can't take the higher <laughs> the low. I'm gonna stay in the middle. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So so indifferent. Blazer Ben is indifferent. I will say, I do give it props. I give props for taking a step in the right direction. I think. I think uh, vaccines are a good thing. Uh, if you don't, that's okay. You can. Everyone is entitled to their to their own beliefs. Uh, just make sure we're all safe about it, right? Uh, so I, I, yeah, I give uh, the lifting of the mask mandate props. I give opening businesses to 100% props. I give the right for businesses to to require you to wear a mask props. So. You know, as far as it being too soon, it does feel a little soon. But then again, we've been wearing masks, you know, collectively for how long has it been now? 18 months? Yeah, and I think places like Arizona stopped mask mandates like months ago. You know, Arizona, Florida, yeah, Texas, so, stuff like that. Yeah, so, you know, it's just, it's. I, I think we just need to remind ourselves to be cognizant of our neighbors, uh, our peers, if... We're going to be around people that 
may or may not be vaccinated, wear a mask. You know, yeah. whether you're vaccinated or not, just choose to err on the side of caution because, you know, you don't want to be that person that ends up getting giving somebody COVID or, or contracting COVID from somebody and spreading it to your family. So, you know, I, I, I give it props because it is progress. So on that note, Blazer Ben. Thank you for joining me on the show. I appreciate That's it. That's gonna man. wrap it up for us. Yeah, we Absolutely. had some highs, we had some lows, we we hugged it out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you stayed neutral, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but big shout out to the basketball podcast network, and especially you guys, our listeners, Twitter followers, and bucket busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. And with that, Blazer Ben, see us out, brother. That's a wrap for this episode, Blazer fans. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Remember to stay safe and cool out there, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.